Thank you for supporting Daily Tech Headlines directly. Now begins your ad-free episode. These are the Daily Tech Headlines for Friday, January 6th, 2023. I'm Tom Merritt. Qualcomm announced Snapdragon Satellite, a service similar to Apple's Emergency SOS, but capable of full two-way non-emergency texting. The service uses existing phone antenna parts, the Snapdragon Gen 2 SoC, and X70 modem, along with minimal additional radio support. At launch, it will do emergency text for free. No word on possible messaging service yet. Satellite providers like SpaceX, AST, and Link all have been working on similar services with cell phone carriers that will work with existing 5G phone radios. The first phones that will support the new Qualcomm Snapdragon satellite should arrive in the second half of this year. Google is rolling out its split-screen Android Auto interface for Android Auto. That's the one it previewed at Google I.O. Maps will stay on the screen, while one or two other panes can show other info, like podcast playback or reminders. Android Automotive is becoming the operating system for GM cars, meaning the whole car is Android. To keep these two clear, Android Auto is the interface you see in the dashboard screen and can run on whatever OS the car runs. Android Automotive is the operating system for the entire car and certainly supports Android Auto, but also supports Apple's CarPlay. The Polestar 2 already runs Android Automotive, and GM says it's going to roll it out to brands including Hummer, Chevy, GMC, Cadillac, and Buick. Honda also plans to use Android Automotive at some time in the future. On Monday's Daily Tech News show, Ayaz Akhtar explained why Microsoft's response to the FTC lawsuit was a little aggressive. That filing included a five-point list claiming the FTC did not have constitutional standing to bring the case. Microsoft has since amended its filing to remove those claims. Microsoft Public Affairs spokesperson David Cuddy told Axios, We initially put all potential arguments on the table internally and should have dropped these defenses before we filed. Lenovo announced the YogaBook 9i, which attaches two 13.3-inch 2.8K OLED screens with a 360-degree hinge. So you can make it really tall or really wide or fold it up like a laptop and use just one screen while snapping an included Bluetooth keyboard over part of the other screen. It comes with an active pen for note-taking as well, and an included carrying case can double as a stand. Starts at $2,100, shipping in June. Lenovo also showed off the ThinkBook 16P. It has a magnetic connector at the top called Magic Bay for popping modules on and off. Lenovo has three Magic Bay modules that'll sell you when you buy the laptop. A 4K webcam on a rotating hinge that can combine with the built-in webcam to optimize the image. That's going to cost you $150.00. An LTE pack for $99 and a selfie light for $20. The ThinkBook 16P comes out in May, starting at $1,350 before you add on the modules. HTC opened pre-orders for the standalone Vive XR Elite VR headset. At 625 grams, it's heavier than the Quest 2, but lighter than the Quest Pro. It has 2,000 pixels per eye and a 110-degree field of view. It adds a lens diopter adjustment, so you don't need to wear glasses. There is a small 10-minute battery used to let you swap out the larger 2-hour battery in the back without having to power down. There's also a glasses mode that lets you replace the strap and battery with 
with plastic arms, so you can use it when wired for power, and it weighs less at 240 grams, so you can keep it on your head longer. The HTC Vive XR Elite VR is $1,099 shipping in late February. Snap will shut down its camera app for Mac and PC on January 25th. That's the app that acted as a virtual camera for video conferencing. It's most famous for turning a manager into a potato for an entire Microsoft Teams meeting. It will be missed. Three Arrows Capital filed for Chapter 15 bankruptcy July 1st. Liquidators in the case subpoenaed the usual account information needed to proceed with bankruptcy liquidation. Apparently, the founders have not complied... So the liquidator got approval from courts in both the U.S. and Singapore, where the co-founders live, to serve the subpoena on Twitter. The account 3AC Liquidation at replied the co-founder Kyle Davies the following. JPEG copies of the subpoena are attached to this tweet by way of service. An unredacted copy of the subpoena was served via email and can be provided upon request. Samsung Electronics announced Friday that its quarterly profit fell 69% to an eight-year low due to falling memory chip prices and falling demand for phones. And despite what many local news outlets may be saying, Google Chrome will not stop working on your parents' computer this month. However, what is true is that Google, on January 10th, will release the final version of Chrome, Chrome 109, for Windows 7, Windows 8, and Windows 8.1. All these versions of Windows are already not supported by Microsoft, so the end of the Google Chrome support is not really unexpected, especially since it was originally planned to end in July 2021, but was extended because of the pandemic. Chrome 109 will continue to work, but will no longer receive security updates, so it's unsafe to continue to use. Finally, Wednesday, Chalkbeat New York reported that the New York City Department of Education had blocked access to OpenAI's ChatGPT on its networks and devices to prevent students from using it for cheating. Children can request access if they really need it. Now, TechCrunch says OpenAI's spokesperson says the company is developing mitigations to help anyone spot text generated by ChatGPT, and it's hoping to work with educators on solutions to this problem. For more discussion of the tech news of the day, be sure to subscribe to dailytechnewsshow.com. You can find show notes and links to all the headlines there as well. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next time.